this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. We are finally finishing out season 14 of So You Think You Can Dance. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We Chop, chop, Oh, yeah. All right, you guys. Welcome on in to The Point with Kristen Bird. As I promised, I was going to get every single cast member from season 14 of So You Think You Can Dance here in the studio. And I'd like to say hashtag, and then there was one. Check. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. So excited that you're here. <laughs> me too, me too. You know, you and I had emailed and I was like, literally, I'm like, I want to finish this off before season 15 kicks off June yeah. 4th. So yeah. we made it happen. I know. Thank God. I mean, I, when you sent me that email, I was like, I can't believe I'm the only one left. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's make it happen. We got Taylor in here. I got her after the Shaping Sound Tour. And mm. then we got Coco in here a little while after, I think before you guys went on tour. And then... Mm. That you were the only one I needed. As the long as we get piece. it down, you know, That's as right. long as we get in here. Final piece <laughs> to the puzzle on all of this. Um, I, I'm going to start off just because this is very timely news, uh, and I know you were at the studio last night for Dancing with the Stars, supporting your all-star, yes. Jenna Johnson. Congrats to Jenna. She killed the game, and she brought home the trophy. Yeah. I mean, what was it like? What was the excitement in the studio last night? I was just, I mean, I was surrounded by her parents and her family, and I mean, I was just so happy to be in that corner for her and just cheering her on you know and like they tell you to get up and clap but i was doing it on my own so <laughs> you're like i yeah. didn't need any you don't need the uh the crowd yeah, guy the, the warm-up the hype man exactly that's awesome super proud of her she did an amazing job all season and i was just happy to be there for that moment it's kind of interesting too you guys have both had really incredible years uh starting off kind of with that season 14 and kind of like moving all the way through yeah my 2017 was pretty amazing Personally, your 2018 is pretty good too. Yeah, so far so good. I don't want to <laughs> jinx it. Just I know. Yet, you know. He's like, we're still in the first half of the year, but no, it's been going well for you. So that's that's always good. I, I appreciate that, and you know, I'm glad that you guys are still out there supporting each other because yeah, of course, she's yes. like a lifelong friend. So I'll do that 100. Can I ask? I'm going to ask on this because we've, I've heard so many people all over the map. What did you think of her finale freestyle with Adam? Because for me. I love that she took the risk because it's something that Dancing with the Stars does not see. I agree with you. 
And I was like, do it, push it, push the envelope. Maybe not everyone loves it, but let's do something different if we're going to, like, instead of just another contemporary number. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's anyone's job to make everyone happy. So I think if you're happy with your product that you decide to put out and you kind of butt some heads along the way, that's okay. That's totally normal. That's life. I loved it. I loved it so much. It's something that I think the show hasn't had before or anything in that direction. And I think she took a, a risk doing it, and I appreciate that as, a, as an artist, as a choreographer, and I think she did an amazing job with it, and I'm glad. I'm I, glad she did I am it. too. I'm all, I'm all for, like, shaking the chakras a little oh, bit yeah. on things. I mean, season 26, let's let's do something. Let's I, keep elevating the show. Someone has to do it, you know what Someone's I mean? Someone's got to do, do it. it. Why not? <laughs> Why not Jenna? Yeah. So congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. But we are here, of course, to talk about you. Um, and, you know, I love that, um, I will say this, last summer your dad was, like, king of, like, retweeting and liking, like, everything about you. <laughs> I think that was, like, a combo of my mom also handling that account. Oh. I love it. So it's it was a mom. Team effort. It's a team effort. <laughs> that was amazing. But you do come from a dance family. Yeah. Yeah. So you were you were one of the little ones like out there dancing, weren't you? Yeah, I started when I was 4 and I've been competing my entire life and my parents met through dance, my uncles and aunts have studios and just my my brother dance I started because I saw him taking a group class that my dad was teaching. And I just decided to hop in there and just give it a go, and I never stopped. It's one of those things, too. Sometimes you just do it because you're you're like, my older brother's doing it. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. When did you know that you really loved it, though? Where this, like, could be something bigger than just, you know, an after-school hobby or, like, a weekend fun thing to do? Yeah, it became, like, something that my parents, like, they put me into competitions, and I would just compete, and I really wouldn't know what I'm doing exactly besides just like wearing like a fancy outfit and dancing with we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With my cousin, who's my first partner. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I think it was when I was like 7, 8 is when I actually met Max and Val. And I kind of really dove deep into it and just tried to just absorb everything from it. And it just became this whole new world for me. And I, I loved every bit of it and I still do. Uh, well, and I love this tie to Max and Val because they've known you since you were itty bitty, honestly. Yeah. And what did they do to really inspire you in dance? Because I think that this is important because sometimes men in dance and young boys in dance, you might get a little teased, but having those mentors or seeing what people are accomplishing probably helps you out a lot. Yeah. I mean, they surrounded me with an amazing atmosphere of just good people, um, just hardworking, just good product and I wanted to be around that every day and I wanted to become one of them and they set such a good path for for their students and I wanted to be just in the front line as much as I could and yeah they they're amazing people and they they did so much for me in my my dance career and I owe so much to to both of them and the family so yeah. Of course. The the, the fam as we always yeah, like no, to call no, the family, fam. They are sure. family and it's uh, it's really incredible that that uh tie has continued to this day. Um did you ever think that it would like 
really helped form and shape your career the way it has? Uh, I mean, I kind of just, at least right now, I'm taking it day by day. Mm-hmm. So, no, I had no idea where my dance career would, would end up at all. I mean, I thought I would be competing for the rest of my life. And that kind of changed. I'm I'm not really into competing. I do miss the training aspect of it all. But, yeah, I mean, competing is everything. As a ballroom dancer, when you're... When you're just training and going from competition to competition and training and in between, there's really nothing to do besides that because you're just so focused in that world. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think I would have anything else to do besides that. Can you talk a little bit about the competition? Because I, I think it's so fascinating to me. Like, I, I follow plenty of ballroom dancers, and I see, like, one weekend they're in Atlanta. The next weekend, you know, they're in Nashville. I mean, it's so much traveling. You're at the same hotel all weekend. Yeah. But you, you, it's important to, you know, get out there, do your best. Judging is subjective. Sometimes yeah. the judges love you one weekend. The next weekend, not so much, even if you did similar performances. Yeah. I mean, it's a very small, interesting world for sure. Um, yeah. It's it's very, like, on its own island in comparison to, like the contemporary or hip-hop world but um yeah it's very special it, it, there's a lot of traveling everything's out of pocket for for like a dancer if you're like a teenager trying to to still compete and trying to balance school that can also stop you from dancing because also your parents would want you to continue to go to school and and you're like okay I'll listen to my parents so like at a I would say like 16, 17 is like a crucial age if you're going to continue or if you're just going to do something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean like the, the traveling aspect, yeah, there's a lot of traveling and it's an international sport or um, it's art. It's a sport so, and art. It's both. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that. It's a spart. It's a spart. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We're going to have a new word, spart. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it, it could be, it could be expensive too, so that... That's another thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, between like the costumes, the training, the travel. Yeah. For women, especially, too, I mean, the you hair have to and the be makeup. Pretty crazy to just continue to do it. <laughs> but you did. Yeah, I did for sure. I'm definitely a little crazy. I think everyone's a little crazy. <laughs> I know, and I always, I do appreciate. I've been to a few of the ballroom competitions, and there's a lot of drama even behind the scenes. It's like its own version of a, a soap opera. It's yeah. kind of incredible. They're like, they left this partner and this happened over here. Yeah. And then they said this about them. And you're like, holy cow, what yeah. did I walk into? It's <laughs> yeah, it's a whole giant, beautiful mess that I love. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Well, here's the funny thing. You know, we get so many people on this show that do. So you think you can dance and then they wind up at dancing with the stars you're totally doing this all backwards, which is kind of interesting because you did Troop. You were in the first yeah. season of Troop. You did, what, three seasons altogether? I did, yeah. It was back in 2011. So it was 12, 13, and 14 then. Yeah, correct. But that's kind of amazing in that um, you were part of the inaugural season with Troop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty interesting, you know? Like, I didn't, I didn't really know what that diving into that was going to be like, and then I never saw myself doing So You Think at all like I never had that in my plan I was like if I ever do it I would want to be like trained and prepared and like trying to do other styles and and now I'm here well here's <laughs> my question because this is so interesting especially with the inaugural season uh, of Troop how did that come about like how did you obviously maybe Max and Val recommended you was there an audition how did that whole thing come into play well when when Max was on the season like the early seasons he would have like production fly out to his studios and I would be 
doing my thing at at the studios, but wouldn't think anything of it. And then um, they had the idea of having the troupe along, and and um, it was funny because also a couple friends of mine, Ted and Nicole, who mm-hmm. were on brother the, and sister, yeah, mm-hmm. who were on the the troupe the first season. We all did it together, and they're like brothers and sisters to me too. So, yeah, I mean, I I didn't. I didn't really know what would come of it or how it even happened, but it happened. And how yeah. old were you? Because I was looking at some of the footage and out today, and I'm like, you were a baby. I was like 18, 19. 18, I 19. just got my first chin hairs. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I can barely shave, oh, but I'm I gonna do it. it. Yeah. So, were you? Had you graduated from high school at that point, and then? Yes. Okay, so you yeah. graduated, and then kind I of. I actually, into it. after high school, I took a year off, mm-hmm. and then I went to a community college for a semester. And then I went to Dancing with the Stars. And you're like, forget this college thing. <laughs> no, no, don't forget it. And I should probably still finish, but yeah. It'll in time, in time. Yeah. It's always there, of There's course. No Do you remember like a lot about it? Because I, I go back and look and, you know, they did the great introductory package that they don't do anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's like there's PETA, her first season in Troop, and Tristan. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a mate. Oksana Platero now, but mm. she wasn't even married at that point. It's yeah. so much fun to sort of watch all of that and how it played out. It's developed so much. Like, the Troop started out as one thing, and it's now, like, a completely different entity. And I think it's... I think, you know, there's a, a balance of, like, what the troop should be. I mean, I don't really know what the ultimate goal is. But, I mean, as long as they showcase quality dancing, have as much of it as possible. Well, I'm a fan of quality. <laughs> I, uh, who isn't? And I have to say that when I watched the very first number you guys did, choreographed by Jason Gillickson, mm-hmm. there was so much ballroom content. I was like, what What am I eyes seeing? Like, I, yeah. you know, we're so used to Dancing with the Stars now sort of morphing into there's some jazz and there's some hybrid and there's a little yeah. hip hop and contemporary. This whole like fusion world. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. it was kind of fun to see because I was like, there is like a ton of content and it was great to see everyone like moving around the floor. Yeah. And the old stage and everything else. I was super intimidated by him, too, because he's he's done Burn the Floor, and Mm -hmm. he's this big name, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I wonder what he's going to do. And it it was great. It was awesome experiences. I got to work with him for multiple seasons, and I, yeah, it was awesome. So um, when, after your three seasons of Dancing with the Stars, you're back in New Jersey, were you back to competing almost right away? Were you teaching? Uh, funny enough, my first season, I skipped finale week because I had to go to England for Blackpool. No big deal, Blackpool. Yeah. You guys, you all know what Blackpool is, right? Like the biggest competition, international competition. Yeah, one of of the biggest in in the ballroom world. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I left for that and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen if they're going to have another season for the troupe, if troupe is still going to exist. And then they called me back for a second one. So yeah, that was pretty interesting. (laughs) was it hard because this is the thing because oftentimes once pros are on the show like they're just done with competing because you need to be so dedicated to it were you able to sort of straddle the two worlds or were you just like i'm gonna focus in on dancing with the stars now after blackpool happened i mean i was just trying to i mean i'm still training even right now i'm still training you know i i think like everyone has so much room to grow and Mm -hmm. And even though you get on like a TV show like that, I I still want to better. I still wanted to better myself. So yeah, I was trying to balance competing and trying to do shows as much as possible and teach. And yeah, I mean, just a healthy balance of everything while just trying to maintain myself. And you know, here's here's my thought too, because you didn't audition for So You Think You Can Dance until season fourteen, mm-hmm. and you almost didn't audition at all. I wasn't trying to. Period. <laughs> 
not at all. So you just went there to um, audition with Magda, and then you decided, like, maybe I'll try out too? It was more of like, why aren't you auditioning? I was like, because I'd rather not. And then they're like, you're going to audition instead. <laughs> like, literally when you're in line in New York? Uh, or... No, it was like in the middle of the audition. Like, dancing, dancing, dancing. And then the, the partners step aside. I stepped aside, and then I was asked to step back in, and then it was this this whole big spiel. Oh, so yeah. we didn't get to see that on TV, obviously. No, no, no. None so, of that. Uh, none of that. None. <laughs> Did they, like, throw a number on you, or do you not have a number on I you? Had to, I had to get a number like in literally 10 seconds oh my gosh because i was just wondering i'm like did they have you do the audition again no for camera okay no. sometimes i'm gonna let you guys know welcome to the magic of tv sometimes auditions get done a second time yeah or different camera angles that has happened i've, I've been there when yeah. that happens or if they just someone needs a redo they'll do a redo yeah you know if they if they're interested in the candidate they'll let you redo it let's put it that way yeah um so <laughs> when so when they're like okay you're now auditioning for the show and you get a ticket to the academy are you just thinking holy cow what did i just get myself into i mean i didn't know what to expect at all and i was just super excited and i was just like, I can't believe this is actually happening, and it's happening right now. I, I, yeah, it was just a whole array of emotion and thought. <laughs> so what is that, that time period like? Because um, Academy is probably the hardest week that everyone goes through, from what I've heard from everyone. Yeah, Academy is pretty grueling. The schedule is wicked. Starbucks is necessary. Yes. There's just like a lot involved. So when you went back after the audition, you're like, okay, I've got Academy happening. I think it was in, in May last year. So mm-hmm. you're thinking, did you start like throwing yourself into hip hop classes? Did you just keep focusing in on the ballroom? Because I, I'd be pan- I'd be like panic hip hopping. I me. mean, when I spoke to myself and I was like, all right, what do I, let's, let's sit down, let's chat. What do we need to do? I need to stretch to avoid injury. <laughs> I need to take class so I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> Did I do any of that? No. You didn't do any of it? I stretched maybe, I went to maybe like two and a half <laughs> yoga classes. Oh, wait, so this is you, you're like, uh, okay, yeah. we're good. Let's Just go to like Academy. crack. Oh, yeah. yeah ready to go. <laughs> and then after Academy, I had to actually fly also to Blackpool again. Oh. So, yeah, it was it was a wicked schedule. Yeah, your body must have been br- just feeling brutal. So yeah. here, here's the one thing I loved about Academy last year. You guys all... Fly to Los Angeles and get this amazing, amazing 100-person number choreographed by Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. And I was there on the first day of taping and mm-hmm. got to watch it, and it's incredible. And I got to ask, because, and I need to ask Mandy Moore this the next time I see her, because if you go back and look, all 10 of you are basically in the front or have featured moments. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we saw that. It's, it's, <laughs> we saw it, that. It's literally like someone had ESP or, I mean... Didn't cross your mind at all until you saw it later not, on? Not until after the show. I was like, actually, Taylor's right there. Lex is right here. Oh, there's Mark. There's, yeah, it was funny. Everyone, yeah. yeah. Everyone is in the front. And I have all of these incredible photos. I should have brought them today to throw them up there. But I have all these incredible photos. That I was just like kind of snapping photos. And I was like, oh, there's Jensen Arnold next to Kiki. And right and like over there is Taylor. <laughs> like, and then I'm like, right here is Mark. You can connect some dots for you sure. You can connect some dots yeah. 100%, even in my own personal iPhone photos. <laughs> um, and I've got great video, if you ever want it, of you like spinning around across, you know, when everyone's in the concrete and the tappers were oh, over yes, here. Right. Yeah, I've got tons of footage of that. So That was a really fun day. That was a good time. It was a long day, but it was fun. Did you, and you guys had flown in the day before and rehearsed, or uh, 
I think it was we had rehearsal the day before. We shot that day. Yeah, and we flew in. Yeah, yeah and it yeah. was a cold, windy, rainy day. I don't know if ever if you remember that, but I was out there and it was like drizzling and it was not warm. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the best of days. It did rain. I remember I slipped on the grass a little bit. It did rain. It happens. It did rain. It was not a good day whatsoever. Um, what do you remember from Academy Week? In you know, you get to the ballroom round, you know, you can nail something like that, but. When you get to those harder rounds of things that you know are going to be a big challenge, how are you keeping yourself focused? Well, I mean, my first round was the hip-hop round. <laughs> so you made it through hip-hop right so, away. <laughs> I mean, that was, I don't know what they were thinking, but... It was nappy tabs, right? Yeah. Not easy. Yikes. Uh, no, it was it was so much fun. Like, even learning it was fun and overwhelming, but, I mean, that's part of the process. The For me, the performance part of that hip-hop section was just not my... Shining I moment. I think we but... saw a little bit that on TV, didn't we? Yeah, we could forget about <laughs> we that. We could forget moment, about it. Yeah. But here, no, here's the thing that I think is really <laughs> important, though. I know you don't want to remember it, but I think in that moment, they obviously saw something in you to keep you around because it's pretty easy just to cut people. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I definitely feel like I either I'm super lucky or they they saw maybe like the one move or two moves that I ended up doing were decent enough. I don't know. You're like, I wonder what move saved me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was like, oh yeah, you did have a rough hip hop round. Um, but I, I think that that's important too because you have to then get yourself together mentally because you can't let the last round define you. Oh, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't let that entire competition define me at all because like I've I've worked my entire dance career doing something and I jumped into this head first and and if I let that and if I did bad and if I let that define me then I'm just playing myself mm-hmm. you know so yeah I definitely I definitely feel very lucky that I was able to get through that and then I tried to just pull up every every genre after you know and then uh, you're on Jenna's team, and what I think is one of the greatest showdowns, honestly, between you and Concrete. Um, yeah, he was a beast. He's a beast. He's on World of Dance yeah. this uh, for season two. Actually, we're getting him in studio, you guys, coming in really soon. So I'll let you guys know what date that is. But um, I like kind of love the story of like she had these two great dancers, and it's like who is she going to pick? Yeah. And she choreographed again two amazing dances, completely different for both of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty weird journey that I went on because I felt super confident going in, and then in the middle of it, I kind of lost it. I mean, I know that I could have done it better, but mm-hmm. yeah, Concrete's performance with her was awesome. Was off the charts. Were you watching him, or were you? you were you guys- oh yeah, I was in the side of the wing. We were. watched each other's performances, and I mean, I was rooting for him. You know, of course, and he was you, rooting for me. You want to be supportive, but in your yeah. head, are you thinking I might have just lost this after you watch him dance? Oh, I mean, I had no idea what to think. I was just sitting, waiting for whatever moment, just like pacing in my head, just running back and forth, like what what just happened. <laughs> I know it really is kind of a surreal experience. I think I feel like Academy sometimes is like just this massive like it's another animal. Really. It is its own beast but for that's sure. If, that's if you think about it like that. It doesn't have to be, but it it is it is if you like really like stay absorbed in that, but if you kind of take a step back, it's nothing you can't handle. 
Yeah, and I think what's interesting is pe- uh, people who have had to go through several times of Academy before ever making it on the show, the ones that say, the first year I got caught up in my head, mm-hmm. the second year I just went to go and have fun, that's usually, once you start letting go, that's usually that's when, when you... That's you when you see results. Yep, yeah. and that's when you wind up on the show, you find yourself a finalist on So You Think You Can Dance. So mm-hmm. uh, what was that moment like when you hear, you're on my team, you are officially my partner for the season? Oh, just like just like this air that I didn't know I had just all gassed out. Just like if you <laughs> took a needle and you popped it in my chest, it would just, I would just deflate. It was just, yeah, very all the pressure. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I didn't know what she was going to say. I had no idea. And she just said my name and I was like, Oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> You're like, here we go again though. Then they go, the live shows are still usually about six weeks, sometimes even eight weeks away. Yeah. Do you go home this time and train? In my own craft, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was still competing. Okay. But you weren't like, because you went to Blackpool and things like that, but you weren't running like I would to hip-hop class because I was panicking. No, no, (laughs) no. No, unfortunately, I didn't. I should have. I really should have. In hindsight. I watched a lot of videos of people doing it, but I didn't really. You're there on YouTube, like, watching fiction. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, okay, that's good. (laughs) Good job, fiction. Uh, what is that first week like? Because uh, I got to tell you, from my perspective, I'm always super excited to go the very first week because the energy, everyone's super amped up. I'm super amped up. Oh, and everyone's it's nervous. Lot. It's a lot. And it's. I feel like it's just like such a good butterfly feeling. I've I've had that actually like maybe three times, three really memorable times. It was the first time I, I did Dancing with the Stars on the Troop, mm-hmm. our first opening performance. The first episode of the live shows for So You Think, and this moment that I did in in Blackpool, uh, just like ridiculous. I felt like there were actual butterflies in my stomach, and I just couldn't control how I was feeling. It was just so, so awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah I, I always love the first week because I'm like, wow. And then everyone, <laughs> the press line for all of us, because you guys are all like, oh my god, what did we just do? Like, what yeah. is happening? And it takes a long time for everyone to really kind of like come down. I'm sure, oh, yeah. like, like two in the morning, you guys just all crash. <laughs> oh, I had the best sleep of my life for sure. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you think about it, the prep into it, and especially the first week, is so ridiculous and and like on a high that everyone's like putting their best into it, production and, and just the dancing and the choreographers. So there's a lot of pressure for sure, but that's what makes it amazing. And especially because it's live, that just gives it a whole nother whole, whole nother other feel. level. Yeah. I want to ask, and, and you know, we, we talked about this week one and this is why I bring it up. Uh, it, and darn it. It's just, it's, we're going to, we're going to hear it with season 15 too. I'm telling you guys right now, but, um, people complaining about like the nepotism because Jenna knew Val and you knew Val. And and did you, um, you know, we all talked about like bottom line, the dance community is small and this is going to happen because everyone's working together and people are professional at the, under the age of 18. But how did you keep yourself collected and not let that affect you? Because people like to tweet stupid things. And I mean, me, I'm really not that much on social media, or at least I don't have a lot of presence on social media. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as a kid, I never really needed that. And I feel like as an adult, I still don't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's a huge part of, especially 2018, like social media is huge and people have their opinions and they're entitled to it. But if you let it affect you, then it's you're not, you're not going to be in the place that you need to be. 
So I, I didn't really read any of it. And whatever. care about it. Yeah, no. Because sometimes I'm just like, sometimes I read stuff and I'm like, people. <laughs> I mean, like, it's my journey, not yours, you know? Well, and my so thing, too. <laughs> like, as, as rude as it sounds, I don't, I don't really care. No, but the, you, actually, you're right. You're, it literally is your journey. Yeah, I, <laughs> and it's Jenna who's there trying to get you there, whomever the person's all-star was. But, you know, it, it makes a really great point because I'm always like, sometimes people get so mean and I'm like... You let me know what your experience is like when you're on a top 10 show live dancing in front of like 10 million people every week or, yeah. you know, whatever it is, whether it's Dancing with the Stars or So You Think You Can Dance. These shows are not easy. No. And I get a perspective not. of it because I do kind of see what you guys go through in terms of rehearsals and everything else. I get a little bit of a backstage glimpse of what's going on. Yeah. But um, until you're in that darn rehearsal studio with everyone day in and day out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not expecting everyone to really know the ins and outs of everything. And yeah, that's why I, I kind of just stay in my own lane and I'll handle it the way I need to handle and I'll listen to the opinions that I respect. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> so when you, <laughs> what was it like for you listening to the judges' critique? Because uh, Nigel sometimes will have a, a strong opinion and then Mary's completely the opposite on a panel mm -hmm. so and, and you know i think vanessa kind of sits somewhere in the middle so how were you like taking those criticisms and bringing them back to the rehearsal studio uh, in a positive way for sure in a positive way i mean they've seen a lot of dancing in in the span of the show's life you know mm -hmm. and in and out of it as well so i mean whatever they say there's there's something to take from everyone so I mean, you can you can really dive into what they say and really just take it to heart and kind of just apply it, or you can listen to what they're saying, kind of weave your way in and out, and take take the good and just apply it in in a, in a way that you know how to handle it. So yeah, anything positive they would say, I would keep trying to do that. Anything they would need me to fix, I would just try my best to fix it. How did Jenna like keep you on track as an all star? She was unbelievable. She she made me feel comfortable in rehearsal. I mean, to be honest, I'm not really great on camera. I don't know why. It just feels it's just not you're my very well, you're very low key. And so, yeah. you know, um you were I think the one good thing that probably has helped you quite a bit is the fact that even if inside you're nervous, you don't show that you're nervous. So we all see like, oh, he looks really calm. He looks good on this. Yeah. I she just helped like keep the environment real. And that helped a lot to just have me be who I am. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, she she was an amazing teacher, amazing person, and I could not have been where I've gotten to without her. What were some of your favorite pieces in season 14? Oh, the man. ones that stand out. In season 14. I can throw out mine for you. Which one? You, you're going to know. Should I throw you a cane? Oh, well, you said I could throw one for you. Which <laughs> one you want? You're going to catch it. You should do it. But here's, I was in the studio that week. Like some weeks I get tickets, some weeks I don't. Um, otherwise I'm back in the press room. And I was in the studio for that one. And I don't, it was the, one of the most exciting pieces. I know that this was a challenge for you guys. Oh, it was one, there it is. One of the most exciting <laughs> dances I've ever watched live and I mean this you know I've seen a lot of dance in my life but it was like my stomach hurt so much and I was like please catch it okay oh you please God. catch it and it was there was so much tension um that when you guys caught the very last one Jenna's face was like ah! oh, and you were yeah. like ah! and yeah. I was like oh this was this was a big deal and yeah. with a Warren yeah. Carlisle I always say this about his choreography 
takes no prisoners. This is never easy choreography. And then he added a whole other layer to, for you guys. Yeah. Uh, he is an absolute dream to work with. He is an amazing human being. He's so nice. He's so easy to work with. I love that man to pieces. He's the nicest man ever. The nicest. And then gives you killer choreography. Oh, man. I, I can... <laughs> oh. I'll take that cane or something. I know. I See, know. that's the thing. You're like, it's making me mad what he gave me. But at the same time, you're like, you just want to hug him because he's uh, so incredible. And you incredible. have to pull up and do your best for him because he just, you can't not do that for him, you know? Do you know what he said to me about you? He's mm. like, if I could take Kiki tonight to Broadway, I would. He said that to me. Your boy. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, he totally said that. Um, and, you know, because I like to, I mix with the choreographers before the show. And I'm mm. always like, what do you got? How's the rehearsal? What's happening? That's what he said to me about you. I love I that. did tweet it out, so it's not like big secret information, but I don't know if that ever got to you. Um, I heard something like that, but not like from the from the horse's mouth. From either. the horse's mouth to this <laughs> horse right here. So just, you know, just something to, to think about if you ever want to do Broadway. I have someone to call. <laughs> call up Warren. <laughs> he's always working, so. Yeah, he's he's in New York. He's, he's awesome. Um, but yeah, favorite pieces? I mean, I loved, I loved the group pieces because that's when everyone got together and that was when I would have like the most fun because it was no stress it was like not the competitive part about it and we can all just have a good time and just perform which we all love to do uh, but duet I love the Canes and <laughs> yes. the, my hip hop with Lex was definitely and, uh, and funny enough on tour I felt like I was getting better at it because obviously I'm not the best at hip hop but on tour I would work and I would practice and I would see I would see like I'd see Coco, and Coco kills it, too. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was just so much fun, and I just felt like I could really be in those numbers, you know. But every number, every number I did was was amazing, and it was a different experience, and the process of each and every one was awesome and different and tough, and yeah. Are there any choreographers that really were, I mean, besides Warren, that really kind of, like, stood out to you that you really enjoyed working with? Luther. I love Luther. Lou Brown. Luther is pure vibes. Just vibes on vibes on vibes. And I could be, I could, if I could surround myself with that all day, I would. Because that's just, it's just positivity and it's good company and it's good quality dancing. He's got a great cool energy too. I, we've had him here in the studio and he's just like, yeah, that's it's like, yeah, it's so easy. Yeah. He's easy to talk to, and, and I love his work. And you always know it's a Luther Brown piece because everyone walks out in all black, usually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> black, like, and it's just like really heavy, lazy the movement. Swag. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know how, I think I'd be pretty terrible at it, but I was like an hour with Luther. Maybe he'd make me into a hip hop dancer at uh, some he point. He can give you a couple grooves. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go on that lesson with you. I could use it. I know, it myself. let's all do it. I <laughs> need to get in the pocket or something. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. That's incredible. I also was saying, I loved the um, the Sean Cheeseman piece that he put yes. on you guys. And I am going to throw this out now because we're kind of in the Emmy nomination period. Nominations will be announced uh, July 12th. I hope he submitted this because I think that this is 100% a contender for the Emmys this year. That number was uh, very, I don't know, it was like low-key, extremely tough. Because like it was tough for sure just because there's no music and it's mm -hmm. spoken word. But... Just trying to deliver that message and just trying to to do it with four people and just be on the same page. Not not just the same book, but the same like sentence, you know. That was 
it was a tough process, but it also enjoyable. And Sean is amazing. He's funny. He's really. Funny. I, I love how uh, variety, like varied, his style is. Like he'll like crank out and like he can an do Afro anything. Ja- anything. Afro jazz. He can do contemporary. Like it's kind of amazing what he yeah. can do. No, so. he's he's brilliant. He's he's done a lot. You know, he's he's been around for a while. He's so. Just so you think Canada too. Back when that yeah. was a show. Um, what, how was tour for you guys? I saw it here in LA and at the Dolby, and I got to say uh, that I've seen a lot of the tours, and usually by the time I get there, everyone's tired, and it was <laughs> it was pretty sharp at the Dolby. I mean, I think for for any show performed in LA, everyone that, like any cast will just put up that like next level just to showcase for friends or for mm-hmm. whoever. But yeah. Um. Yeah, tour was amazing. It was a good time. I mean, just to spend a couple months with the cast, like on a bus, that was a good time. And to, <laughs> to perform numbers that we know and and to do it with with good people is always a pleasure. And also, you don't have the pressure anymore of competing, so you can just like enjoy each other. Yeah. You can enjoy the numbers. Yeah. Um, and that makes a big deal because I think that's probably why. Also, you're like I was getting really good at the hip hop, yeah. you know, number. It's the like, more and more you do it, you know, it's like practice makes perfect. Not that I'm perfect at hip hop by any means, but <laughs> no, but you know, you, slow, there's always slowly but surely. That's right. We'll get you out there. <laughs> we'll get you in a music video before uh, long, right? Uh, I'm not going to quote you. <laughs> no, I know. It's all good. It's all good. But uh, what was it like at the Dolby? Did you guys have any clue that your all-stars were coming on stage for that number? Nope. I mean, it, like we have like a little cast warm-up uh, stretch, like note session before each show. And uh, Jeff came came by and Jeff just Thacker. surprised us with a, with a classic family warm-up. And that was probably the best part of the day for me. Uh, and then all of a sudden, right before bows, the all stars come on stage, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> I didn't even know half of them were there. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I thought it was like maybe they were out of town or doing some other gigs or something like that. And then I just see a bunch of them on stage. It's oh, like, that's oh, we got so a cast. awesome! So I, I was sitting next, uh, sitting with Allison Holker, and so at intermission, she's literally like, "I have to learn she's this number." Practicing moves. So she's like yeah. practicing moves, <laughs> and she's like looking at a video because it was from the Macy's Stars of Dance number you guys mm-hmm. did at the finale, and. Um, she's like, I hope I remember all of this. And then she like just walks on stage like three minutes later. It's like, it. got it. And it was like, are you kidding me? As they do, you know, that's <laughs> why that. they're they all stars. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I just thought that that was amazing. Yeah. But I, I watching everyone's face too. Like what? Oh uh, no, that was genuine faces. <laughs> like we, no one had any idea. That's so great. <laughs> that makes it even more yeah, awesome. It was a good time. It was a really good time. And obviously, uh, you just came off of the MVP tour. Um, I saw it here at LA Live. Did you know coming off of the So You Think tour that this was kind of on the horizon and that was kind of like the next step for you? Or uh, Actually, it was at the Dolby Theater where, because um, Val was with Jenna, and mm-hmm. he, he asked me, he was like, are you available before the summer? I was like, for what? <laughs> he was <laughs> like, like, what is it? We'll talk. And I was like, okay. So yeah, by, by that time I knew. And so were you ready to go back out on tour? Because touring is hard. I don't think it's fun, but it's hard. It's like a very acquired lifestyle, I guess you could say. I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. But the thing that definitely makes it easy or easier is the cast that you're with and the crew that you're with. Because mm-hmm. if, if everyone's cool, if there's no bad apple, you can be on tour for as long as possible. But um, yeah, the schedule of, of the MVP tour was very different than the So You Think. So that one kind of 
hit the body a little bit more than I expected it to. Tell us what the differences were. So what was it like, um, what was it like an average day on the So You Think tour, and what was like an average day on the MVP tour? Uh, I mean, the days were pretty much the same. We would like start off at the gym. I mean, if I'm if I'm really feeling up to it, I really <laughs> like, I, I like to sleep. You're sleep a sleeper. Is, oh, yeah. <laughs> and when I'm sleeping, I'm, I'll stay there for as long as I can. <laughs> You're like, horizontal is a good place to oh, be. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Um, yeah, I mean, you start out with, with the gym, and then you just try to stay active, and then if you need to take a nap, you take a nap or whatever. But, um, yeah, the difference between the two was definitely the schedule, for sure, and the cast. The cast was just different vibes. You know, mm-hmm. like, we spent, like the entire live shows together and then did a tour together. So, I mean, naturally, maybe someone was like, oh, I'm sick, I'm literally sick of that. It's like a sibling. Yeah, but that's totally yeah. normal and that's whatever. But uh, for the MVP tour, we had some cast that we had from Max and Val's last tour and mm-hmm. our way. So that was like a family reunion. And um, yeah, it was just just different vibes. Not, not one was better than the other. But yeah, just I, I enjoy touring a lot. So... Yeah. What well, what made MVP tour a little bit harder on the body? Was it just like you guys hit back to back cities a little bit more, or it was just like we yeah more back to back cities? Mm-hmm. We started with like a seven in a row, a day off, a six in a row, Ooh. a day off, a seven in a row, That's and then tough. for so you think it was more of like three four number right so the seven that seven yeah, you're six, like my seven body's like, like a, please a stop nice, a nice kickstarter to the shows <laughs> so um in seeing the show it was interesting because the show is very very personal to max pita and val's story mm-hmm. um what was the rehearsal process like i'm obviously you know them very well so you know a lot of their story but how did they get you guys like kind of like all into um the emotional part because you guys have to connect with it too yeah I mean, every number was different, and the numbers that we learned wasn't in, like, any specific order. Uh, so, I mean, it was with the choreographers, and they would kind of give us, like, a backstory of, like, what this number means to them and, and what they wanted to translate. And, yeah, I mean, we we just tried our best to really tap into that, and we, we love all three of them so much, or I love all three of them so much. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I just tried my best for them, and... You know, I wanted to deliver whatever they wanted me to do, to deliver. What you guys got to perform at Radio City? Yes. Can we talk about that? That's a big deal. That's like a bucket list item for sure. I mean, Val was like trying to prepare us of like, okay, the stage is big and it's going to be overwhelming, and I was like, okay, it's nothing I can I got handle. This. I walk on stage for like uh, like mid afternoon. I'm like, holy crap, this is awesome. It was just a, yeah, it was like an abundance of like. What am I going to do? Should I do this different? Should I do that? Or should I just stay the same? It's just Radio City. Don't don't put too much pressure on it, you know? Did you have to do things bigger? Because I, I sit there and I think, we, we always think, like, out here, we're like, the Dolby, the Oscars are here. This is exciting. But when you get to Radio City, it is, I mean, triple the audience. It goes way further back. Oh, yeah. Um, so you do want to dance for the people that are, you know, in the balconies and everything that's else that's the main people you want to dance for yeah. aside from like the fam and friends in the front you Show want to definitely here. present to the people up top you know i mean and in ballroom that's what we're actually trained to do because in blackpool there's like three balconies mm-hmm. and if you dance for the people in front everyone up top misses what you see or what you do that's actually a great point yeah because that's a beautiful hall too black hole yeah winter gardens is amazing it's incredible um what was the audience like in radio city because i've got to imagine like the adrenaline on a night like that was unbelievable. I mean, 
I almost kind of forgot because it was like I I felt like adrenaline was just so like present on that day the the entire day and there was just like things happening and um yeah the audience was amazing aside from them being amazing it was just a lot it's a lot of hometown crowd too for you guys because you know you're all from the sort of the tri-state area so um you got the famous rooftop photo as well above the marquee that was tight that was really cool come on that's so cool yeah (laughs) what's it like standing on radio city and like looking down over was it sixth avenue i mean if you if you think about it you're just like on the roof of a building but when you like look at the picture and it says radio city that kind of changes the game a little bit it's totally a game changer it was really cool and just again with the cast to be on on top of that was was awesome for sure um, I have to ask because we've had her here in the studio. Um, a little bit of a game changer in your personal life, having Coco on tour with you. How great was that for you guys? Like meeting on the show and then being able to do two tours together. Yeah, it's. I feel super lucky that we were able to do that, and uh, you know, we were actually just talking about what's going to be next. Like, what's our next little adventure together? I kind of like this. I, you know, I just was talking about Lex and Taylor. I'm like, I, I've run into them a bunch. I run them into them at the, the show, obviously, mm-hmm. at LA Live, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're always together. But I see that they're teaching together and they do Shaping Sound. And I'm like, sometimes there's power in numbers. Oh, yeah. And being able to sell both of you guys, whether it's teaching or performing or anything else like that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much option, I feel like. So... I'm I'm literally up for whatever. She's amazing to work with. She's so good at what she does. And I'm very button. lucky to have her by my side. Um, yeah, any thoughts? I mean, have you guys thrown ideas around of what you might do together? Uh, well, I mean, we have a couple uh, teaching jobs that we're going to do together. But mm-hmm. um, I think maybe like a concept video or something like that. Ooh, we, I like we that. We kind of dab- dabbled upon. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not really too familiar in that category, but I'll again. I'm down to try whatever. She's got it. She knows yeah. what she's doing. She, she definitely She'll knows what she's doing. She'll bring you into it. Um, I thought her ballroom was really good in the show too. Did you? Uh... It was amazing. I mean, <laughs> I, get, I I taught her a little bit. I know. Like, I was leading like, up to it. What kind sure. of lessons did you guys like? Did you have say? Okay, well, I'm going to show you like the fundamentals of cha cha or something. Or... Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that set like. Um, for example, like a commercial dancer to do ballroom steps, but look like ballroom, like a ballroom person doing ballroom steps. So there's just certain habits. Like I, she likes to use her shoulders a lot, and I have to tell her to press those down. You know, kind of like, like little habits. Yeah, but it's like ballet. She knows how to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. no, she she she's such a quick learner, and she's so good. She's so good. She she impresses me and surprises me every day. Oh, so, that's incredible. Yeah. I know, because, too, I, I took a couple classes, and I was like, gosh, it's so amazing. I don't think people realize, like, what a change ballroom is from other forms of dance just because of, like, heel leads, toe leads, weight shift differences mm-hmm. that are so completely different if you've been trained in contemporary ballroom, uh, ballet, jazz, that type of thing. In my brain sometimes, I was like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I'm in the wrong, wrong balance. Yeah, it's funny, because, like, uh, I would, like... I would just see people or, or just other dancers trying out ballroom, and it's just so not funny to watch, but it's so awesome to watch because they're trying so hard, and it's just literally like one little fix that I would love to just be like, okay, just lift your hip a little higher, and you got it. Do you this. Know? Just it's do just that. little little tweaks, little tweaks. <laughs> no, it's so cool though. I'm I'm glad that ballroom is kind of making like a 
good come up right now. It, it is definitely, and and you know you were very impressive because you top finisher for a ballroom dancer and I, we've had a lot of technicalities on this because people are like Benji Schwimmer won in season two and I had him here in the studio and he said I'm the first partner dancer who won because he's West Coast Swing mm-hmm. he said he said the, we're still waiting for a ballroom dancer to win so I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting yeah no uh, West Coast Swing is is affiliated with ballroom we kind of like incorporate that in our jive we mm-hmm. like take uh, take bar- elements take of and it. borrow you know um, but yeah yeah, for sure. I mean, if if I could be the first ballroom winner, I would, but that's not Four is out. pretty darn good. You <laughs> yeah. finished higher than Jenna did. Yes, I did. See? I did, yeah. That's not bad at all. But I couldn't have done it without Jenna. That's right. So, But she knew what to get you, and that she know. I think she, know. I mean, from last time we spoke, she said that she was more invested in my season than in her own season. I was like, that That's, makes sense. But, yeah, but I think also, too, like, she has an understanding of the show and how it works, and there's always, like, a little bit of politics and how you navigate through that, and she's already, she already knows the choreographers. Like, yeah. she already has that language, so she knew how to, like, go, okay, this is how we work with this person, and this yeah. is what happens. And- well, experience is, is everything, mm-hmm. so the more knowledge you have of your surrounding, the more advantage you have. What are your thoughts? I, Benji was pushing on this because he was like, we could totally do – same gender um, partners um, mm. for like Dancing with the Stars. I, I don't think Dancing with the Stars is ready for that, but what is your thought as a ballroom dancer? If you can make it look good, you could do whatever you want, really. Mm-hmm. You know what? The why, reason I just doesn't like phase me at all. I'm like, we always have male um, duets all the time on So You Think, mm-hmm. and you guys will lift each other and do things, and we, and we don't think about it, but when it comes to ballroom, it's been so traditional with the male leading the female yeah well i think it's because like the lady has her steps and the guy has his steps Mm -hmm. and together they create a routine right and if you have a guy doing the lady step and a guy doing the guy step then it it's like who's who so i mean it could be confusing but for sure doable yeah for sure interested to see i know they they did it on like in italy and dancing with the stars it's been tried like once but i don't think america's interesting i didn't know that yes cool you can see some youtube videos out there (laughs) all right um you know this is the number one question i've been getting about you lately i I don't know why they're coming to me and not you but maybe because i'm on twitter a little bit more i'm on twitter never (laughs) (laughs) exactly so they're always like is kiki gonna be in the troupe this fall on dancing with the stars now obviously we just ended season 26 and they're not casting it for season 27 Mm -hmm. is it at least on your radar uh yeah i mean i am interested on in the show for sure i Mm -hmm. mean i think it would be also a natural transition and the nigel kind of tried to plug me in there a couple times let nigel yeah promote you do it (laughs) uh but yeah no that's something i've been thinking about a lot lately and i would i would love to you know be a part of that family and again and you know, kind of see where, where I lie there. I know. Circle back. Yeah. I mean, but it has evolved so much, too, because, I mean, the troupe is literally, in almost every number, it seems like, they do the bumpers on top of it. They do the group numbers. It's a ton of dancing. Yeah. No, the troupe has definitely changed over the seasons, for sure. Yeah. A little less ballroom content. You'll be doing contemporary. We'll get you some hip-hop in there. I'll be a little bit more prepared than I was last time. <laughs> Show some major skills. You're going to be like, you guys, you saw my hip-hop on So You Think. Yeah. Wait till you see it on Dancing with I the Stars. I won't even bring that up, though. I'm just going to pretend. Like, that never happened. You forgot about it. <laughs> it didn't exist. No. Until this one brought it back up. I was like, oh, that's right. I do remember yeah. this. <laughs> that's okay, though. That's okay. Um, I will say... Um, 
I saw your brother at the LA auditions for mm-hmm. uh, So You Think You Can Dance. We can't talk about anything beyond um, the LA auditions, but it was really nice to see him there. Um, did, what kind of advice did you give him? Uh, I told him to enjoy the moment, to be present, and to just just do what he does. You know, he he's a very hardworking guy. He's I started dance because of him, and he's he's one of the like best dancers that I remember seeing as a kid. And he still teaches from now uh, from now and then, but he hasn't really stepped into like the full blown dance scene in a while. And that was kind of like his his first step back. And I'm glad that it was pretty heavy. You know, like it was it was it's a pretty big step. It wasn't like a Hey, go for an audition or whatever. This is like for so you think you can dance, you know. And, and he had a newborn at home, so he was yeah. like, I think the um, his daughter was maybe four weeks old at the yeah. time when he auditioned. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm not sleeping, <laughs> so I'm just here to audition. He's like, I'm getting more sleep here in LA, yeah, <laughs> than I would. No, at home. I mean, he did himself a favor, I think, a little <laughs> bit. No, I'm so glad that he 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 ended up doing it for sure. That's great. I yeah. I was glad to see him cuz I was um, you know, sort of scoping out the line trying to see faces that were familiar yeah. from other seasons cuz we always know that people come on back and I was like, "Oh, I was like, there's Kiki's brother." <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, "Hi there." So, I got to speak with him briefly, but uh cool, cool. yeah, it was really neat and just to see cuz I was like I think he told me the same exact advice that you literally just said cuz I was like, "What advice did your brother give you?" And I was like, "You guys pretty much well, he was he was a little nervous too, and I don't want him to just be oh like consumed in nerves, you know. So I wanted just to, for him to be comfortable and not to second guess himself because he is he is a dancer, you know. So he just has to go on stage and dance. And I have to tell you that some of uh, some other Max and Val students who auditioned said we're really nervous about auditioning this year because. <laughs> Kiki set the bar. <laughs> and now, like, anything less than top four feels like a failure. Yeah. So that's... No, not a failure. It's not a failure. But that's in their head. They're kind of, like, thinking... They feel like the pressure that's is crazy, on. That's crazy, though. I would never say it's a failure. No, really. because if you wind up as one of the finalists on So You Think You Can Dance, that's the, that's the win no matter what else happens. In my mind. Because you're one of the best dancers on TV right now, you know? If you, if you make it to those shows. Those live shows. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> Yeah, I don't want to like put so much pressure on that. It's really, it's not what's going to define anyone. You Absolutely, know? it'll definitely, you know, create a path and kind of guide you into whatever. But it's not going to make or break your dance career. You know? It doesn't, and you know, not winning isn't the end all be all. Or, or actually, winning is not the end all be all because plenty of people don't win and oh, have yeah. incredibly successful careers. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. just a matter of like keeping yourself focused when you get off that tour and going, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. How do I stay yeah, you focused? You stay in your own lane and you just keep your eyes on the prize. Whatever and, that prize is, it doesn't have to be first prize. It could just be something else. No, I know. I, I love that Teddy Coffey was on tour with you guys. Yeah, Teddy Coffey. I love that guy. He's a great dancer too. He is. I am a major fan of him. I major fan. When I was watching him, I'm literally like, he he's a tap dancer. Mm-hmm. He can do hip hop. He can do anything. Like I don't, I feel like there's nothing that he can't do. He can do ballroom too. Yeah, how's, I was gonna say, how's his ballroom like? We need we need a couple extra lessons okay. for the guy, but this no, is the he's, second he's tour so he's done with you guys. Yeah. So yeah, no, he's an incredible dancer, incredible person. He's funny. He he loves to laugh, and I love to laugh with him. And yeah, I mean, uh, funny enough, his season, I thought he should have done better. 
You know, he told me when he was on um, this show, he said, I was not myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I was uncomfortable the whole time and nervous. And he's like, I wish I could go back and redo it and just really embrace who I am and show America. But he's like, I couldn't get it together. And that does happen a lot. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. You don't want to let that just consume you because then you won't be yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if you do, it's it's you're going to just like shoot yourself in the foot a little bit because... You want to be yourself, and that's where you're at your best. Well, and I think it makes a good point, because Teddy is one of the busiest dancers I know in the industry. If mm-hmm. he's not dancing with, like, Backstreet Boys, he's <laughs> off with, like, Max and Val and yeah. you and Coco and everyone else. And it's We, we call that booked and blessed. Booked. Oh, the, uh, we, do you guys all know about this? <laughs> you know the Instagram account, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it. Because I was going to say, Booked and Blessed is also an Instagram account that has some pretty interesting memes on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know that world, but I see people like, oh, my God, did you see that? Oh, my God, have you seen that post? I'm like, I don't know that person. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, people have guesses on who it is mm-hmm. um, in that Instagram account, um, but no one has revealed, like, I'm the person doing it. Yeah. I heard it's a male is what i Is heard. it still running? Like, do they still post? They were posting as of, like, late April, and then it's been quiet. So I don't know if something happened or if they lost interest or if someone discovered their secret identity. Anything's possible. Really. Anything is possible. <laughs> it's yeah, because I think people are getting like clued in of like, well, only like fifteen people were in the room, and this is this post is similar to yeah. what happened mm-hmm. on this post. So it makes sense. It makes sense. You start narrowing people down, going, yeah. oh wait. <laughs> and then you gotta you know go into hiding for a little bit. You yes, know? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's hard to stay anonymous. Don't on the internet. People eventually figure it yeah. all out, of course. Um, so I, I asked you about Dancing with the Stars, but what are some of your, your goals in dance um, beyond, you know, beyond, say, Troop and Dancing with the Stars or Pro on Dancing with the Stars? Um, you know, I've been kind of just asking myself that question lately, and I don't know. I, I don't have any, like, huge goals. I just know that I still want to work on my craft. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot to learn in my own genre, and that... There's so much there's so much to learn, there's so much to experience in life. And I just wanna just try everything and see what I like. I mean I've I've done a couple tours, I wanna kinda get out and teach more, I wanna choreograph, I wanna I just wanna I wanna do it all really. And experience the LA dance scene, yeah. I'm sure auditioning and things like that because yeah, that's a I whole... mean whatever I can get thrown into, I'll I'll try my best and if they enjoy what I do, then I'll I'll do it as much as I can. I love it. You're ready to go. Yeah. Um well we are actually out of time, believe it or not. <gasps> I know. Oh, no. But I was like, you guys, it's officially a wrap of season 14. It's official. From 2017. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing, Kiki. It's, yeah, it's about a year. It's all good. It doesn't feel like it at all, I have to be honest. It, did it fly by, just everything? Oof. Like like a snap of a finger, for sure. Yeah, it was interesting meeting the finalists. I, I went to the photo shoot and met all the finalists for That's this right. season. That's and right. uh, it's, it's just really interesting to be like this is the next group and like this is who I'll be spending my summer with and you know but I loved your cast season 14 I'll be honest is one of my favorite casts of So You Think you and I both oh good I love that you (laughs) love your cast but yeah like 10, 4, 14 there are certain ones that stand out and what you guys did on that stage all summer was really magical well I was just honestly glad to participate in that I didn't think I was but I really am 
Oh, there you go. Yeah. Where can everyone find you, even though you're not going to be online all the time, but occasionally if they want to check out your Instagram or Twitter account? At Kiki Nimchek. That's pretty easy. Yeah. All right, Kiki. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. All right, you guys. Uh, thank you for joining us here at To The Point. Next week, we've got season 12's Haley Payne. Yeah, coming on in. Another Backstreet Boy dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, of course, if you're looking for all of the latest dance news, be sure to check out at dancenetwork.tv. And a big thank you to Popcorn Talk for joining us today. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk network, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.